All right, well, welcome to another episode of the Morning After Podcast. Pastor Josh here with you and Pastor Jim. Good morning. The, the, the trusty, rusty sidekick. Here I am. <laughs> 7 no, you're not a sidekick. <laughs> if, if Pastor Carl's ever on, he's the sidekick. He's, side- <laughs> <laughs> he's the side of the road. Yes, he will be back at some point, hopefully soon, here in the, the near future, recording the podcast with us. Um, so yesterday, we continued our series, Body, Soul, Spirit, Part oh. 2. Yeah. Uh, how do you think that the service overall went? I love Sunday. I, <laughs> I don't say that very often. I'm maybe, yeah. maybe five Sundays a year. I walk right. away going, Hey, that worked, you know, but not just the service, but the, the leadership Christmas party. It was just a, it was a really yeah. good day. You know, how can you go wrong? You say everybody, right. you know, you need the Holy spirit and, uh, we need to be dependent on God and who wants more of God. It's like, well, I didn't like that. You know, who, who yeah. says, right. <laughs> you know? it was one of those days that is like really long, but it's one of those days where you lay in bed at the end of the day and you're like. That was a good that day. A like good I'm day. really tired, but yeah. that was a, that was a good day. Yeah, just the yeah. the Christmas right, like you're saying, the Christmas party was great. It was great to spend time with our leaders. We don't really get that much time yeah. during the year just to just time. hang not, out. Yeah, and, right. It's not working time. Right. It's not you know mulching the the flower beds time. It's just yeah. hanging out. Well, and you get you get people in like these zones or like attitudes that you don't see them in the rest of the year like Faye yeah. Jones is just screaming from yeah. the top of her lungs dressed and, like a, a character from a Dr. Seuss book right you know? and Terry yeah. Miller is up on the stage dancing and it's like who are these people like, <laughs> no, she, for, like, the, for the record dancing sorry, is, is sin yeah. and evil it was gyrating her body to and fro to, not to try and get a ping pong ball, ball out, out of a Kleenex <laughs> box <laughs> thank you Ian Perry for setting wow. those games up that was yeah. very interesting and Bob Cunningham who's like from the UP and very reserved just Ripping Kleenex out of a Kleenex box yeah. and everybody at the chain- wrong time cheating, right? And yeah, everybody chaining Bob, Bob, Bob. <laughs> like it was just a great, a and, great and then day he, he overall. Loses, and everybody walks away from like, yeah, Bob. <laughs> Where yeah. Bob's oh, saying they're all alone. <laughs> Bob, sorry, Bob. Hero zero. Yeah. Um, so I think something that was cool about Sunday that we could do every Sunday if we wanted to, but we don't because it would kind of lose its the specialness of it is like this time of reflection at the end yeah. or like asking God, like, what do you want from me now that I've heard right. these words? Yeah. Um, I, I guess I'd be curious just asking you, like, are there certain times when you are writing a sermon where you, you kind of feel like this is going to be one of those times where yeah. like, I don't want the piped in music. I want like just yeah. very like a, a, a scene of reverence and like, yeah, like reflection. Yeah. The, if I understand the process of, of writing a sermon, it's it's like you see it before you see it. And, right. you, and then in seeing it, you also feel it before you feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with that, though, is I don't have – I can set an atmosphere through, hey, Pastor Kyle, would you do this? And, hey, you know, lighting guy, would you set the lights this way? That's an atmosphere, but really it's up to the Holy Spirit to meet us in that atmosphere. Yeah. And so it is kind of a, a presumption, you know what I mean, that, uh-huh. that he's going to meet us there in that moment. Um, so – and, and – and sometimes you can feel like you're there, but but we're not we're not where we're supposed to be. You know, as a worship leader, you've got yeah. this right. I mean, we we prepared, we've practiced, we've, we've chosen the song list. It's felt great in practice. You get out there, and you know, it's, it's the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Everybody's down there. All, all trip to fan coma from too much turkey, and right. a, our, our regulars are gone, and our guests are here that don't understand the culture. And you're like, oh, we, you know, we were here, you yeah. Know, but and 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 God was here, but the people didn't meet us here. You know what I mean? Right. So Sunday wasn't that Sunday came together well and i'll say this though i i think that sunday was a taste of things not not a satisfying meal it was a taste yeah. of things that we can enjoy we can enter into at a much deeper level right. of the congregation even just in worship you know in communion in you know 
um, and, and those sorts of things. So I think we have a long ways that's still available to us. Not like a long ways to go like we're failures, but there's just so much more that God has for this congregation. Yeah. And um, and It I, was I'd cool like to see get people there. getting that on Sunday, though, yeah. kind of. Um, I think the the thing that you can be afraid of when you tell people to like sit and just kind of think about what's happening in your life, the the scary thing is like, well, but I want to beat everybody to mega, so I'm out of yeah, here. Yeah. And it didn't seem like there was a lot of that going on. It seemed like there yeah. really was a lot of like. Well, I think you know when when the, when the service is two hours long and yeah. your kids are hungry and right. and honestly your interest level probably is at a lower level now than when it started. Definitely. And, yeah. But when you shoot for these one hour services and you know it's an hour, but now it's an hour and five, hour and ten. We still have the the capacity to be in something. You know, our, our our movie culture or TV culture, if it's good, we'll watch a Hallmark movie for an hour and fifteen minutes. Sure. If, you know. We'll watch Rocky Part 19 for two hours and 25 minutes, <laughs> yeah. you know. So I, and, and those are movies. And I'm just talking about our, our threshold for attention. But uh, certainly if God's moving, you know, I'm not in any hurry. I, we should we yeah. should stop because it's right. – I'm not saying it's rare, but it's it's precious. It's valuable, mm-hmm. you know. And I would say that's part of the reason why I, people have asked us why your services are 9 and 1130, but they're only an hour long. Why yeah. in the world do you have an hour and a half gap in between the yeah. two services? <laughs> and that's the reason why is, well, we don't want to ever feel like we're rushed. Right. We want to feel like if the Holy Spirit is moving, we can have a two and a half hour long service if right. we, if we and not, need it and to. Not just, not just the congregation, but you think about the, the people that had to be there a half hour before you got there because they had to get the kids areas ready. And it takes about half an hour to empty, you know, the, right. the kids areas, the yeah. youth area, the parking lot. The other thing too, is that that space of time? I would guess there's no way to tally this, so this is just this is just a guess. But yeah. I would I would guess that as much good ministry, as much good God stuff happens in that far away as Absolutely. it does in any auditorium in our building. Yeah, I, I watch people pray together, watch them talk and listen. There's conversations right. off to the side. Some of it's probably gossip, but I bet you 90 percent of it is. You know, <laughs> I was Jesus. actually I was just noticing that on Sunday, I, uh, service was over. I'm up in the studio more, most of the time during first service, so I'm not down there. Um, just coming down. And music was playing by the time I got down there, but you could hear people's voices over music, and that's yeah. just people talking to each yeah. other, which yeah. is great. You want people yeah. to stay. You want you want your congregation to like each other yes. and to want to spend time together. It's mm-hmm. a lot easier whenever people like each other yeah. <laughs> than well, when we they do don't. church consulting. That's one of the things we look at is is once the service ends, or the service ends at you know ten thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long does it take? for that hum of, of life to go away. Right. Because I, I agree, the longer people linger, the the higher that is the indicator that people actually have relationship here. So it's not, yeah. I'm not going to my favorite movie theater to watch my favorite movie and then I go home to my life, but this sure. is a part, a deeper part of my life. Yeah. So we, we look at that carefully because I think it is a great indicator of health. Right. Yeah, and it's funny, you kind of look at, uh, so after second service, same thing, but um, family in our church the, the Mahers they were here for a long time then mm-hmm. they were gone for a while and now they're back yeah. I feel like they're like notorious for that like the lingering. it's one thirty. <laughs> we're here setting up for the Christmas party they're just here talking to people yeah. so it feels like you're always the last person out the door yeah. because of that you just love people you yeah. love talking to people you love investing in people yeah. it's cool that we have families like that that are right. here that there's... I, I think that's their ministry I mean, I, mean yeah. I, don't, I don't think ministry is something you have to do at nine o'clock I think it's just who you are right so who they are is you know very interested in people's lives yep. I remember Pat and Teresa Brady not now yeah. Pastor Pat and Pastor Teresa right. Brady over at Church on the Street but man they I just finally gave Pat a key like just lock up when you're done you know because <laughs> right. they I want to go home linger. and take a nap <laughs> yeah <laughs> I got another service to do it an hour right. you're still here for the morning service right you know? Yeah, that's funny. Cool. 
All right. Well, then let's. We've got a couple different things to talk about yeah. today. We want to talk about the Christmas Eve service because we're having one like we normally do. So yeah. in some ways it's very similar, but in other ways it's completely, completely different. different. Yeah. <laughs> and then we also want to talk about the service next week too. Yeah. Okay. So I'm actually going to do something I haven't done on this podcast yet. Okay. Which one do you want to talk about? First? I want to talk about the, the the China tariffs and how Donald Trump is going to lead us. We're not going to no, do not. that. Okay, good. Yeah, it. Just kidding. Just kidding. That's a different podcast. Yeah, absolutely. You can yeah. Start on your own. I'm not, I'm not going to be part of that one. Hey, what's the most uncomfortable thing I can say to watch you? Cringe. That was it. <laughs> that so, was a good one. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah let's talk about Christmas Eve because okay. I, I think I think people tend to, you know, listen for a while then move on to other things. So let's let's yeah. get that. So Christmas Eve this year is is if you took last Christmas Eve and last Fourth of July and they had a baby, it's going to be this Christmas Eve. So yep. we're going to do everything we would do in a Christmas Eve service. We're going to have you know special music. We're going to have um, really intimate times, communion, the Christmas story, mm-hmm. children singing, Silent Night. You know, yep. but we're going to be doing it on the 16th when the children sing, and on the 23rd, and we're going to take those those two pieces of a puzzle. We're going to put them together to create one digital. Everybody say it with me from the podcast land. Digital. Digital. This is digital. So we're not having a Christmas Eve service yes, because Christmas Eve is on a Monday night and we were just together on Sunday. So what we're going to do is we're going to create a digital Christmas Eve service. It will be available Christmas Eve morning yep. for anybody to watch. It'll Correct. be posted and so forth. But we're going to be hosting. Now, what's the right language for the Yeah. Evening? So at 9 a.m. that morning, Christmas Eve morning, the service will be available online. People keep saying YouTube. It'll be available on Facebook and YouTube. You can mm-hmm. find find that in either place. Um, and then at 5 p.m., uh, the Freedom Center will be hosting a live version of essentially what was posted at 9 a.m. Yeah. So if you want to get on and you want to actually talk to people, um, kind of chat along while the service is happening, there will be a special version that's being hosted at 5 yeah. p.m. Uh, and what's cool is that normally it's just me and my team that will be moderating that, but at 5 p.m. it will be the entire church staff that will yeah, be on there. Right. So if you want to talk to Pastor Carl or Pastor Jim or Pastor Jason or Pastor Kyle or Pastor Les, right. they're all going to be on there and all going to have access to uh, wish you a Merry Christmas, encourage you with whatever you're going, with whatever's happening in your yeah. life, be able to pray with you. Um, it's going to be a cool experiment that we've never done before. Yeah. And uh, just like anything, and it's an experiment for a season. Unfortunately, Christmas yeah. Eve only happens once a year. Well, so. this is an experiment for the season. For the season, right, yeah. It's the reason right. for yeah. the season. Yeah. So we're expecting good things. The The whole purpose behind doing it is that we want you to be able to show your grandparents our service. And little, like you say, little yeah. Billy is singing. And, hey, just so happens that there's a great message that's going to happen after this. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have Christmas parties on Christmas Eve with their families. And honestly, Christmas Eve service is always really hard to pull off because a lot of our key people yeah, have Christmas parties <laughs> yeah. and we just piece together something. And then there's a thousand people in the building and we it's know crazy. 50 of them yeah. <laughs> because all of our regulars are at their Christmas parties. Yeah. So to be able to put something on that's just as good, but hopefully more of our regulars could be can, can attend and be a part of, even though they're at a Christmas party, I think is yeah. a really big goal. For uh, for why we're doing this. So what's what's a good goal? I, I threw out ten thousand people just spur of the moment. Yeah. What's a good goal for a Christmas Eve audience? Do I think? don't know because we've never done it before. I would say it's a, a that's a pretty good number. That's a decent number. Um, so I'm shoot yeah, for. because normally on a Sunday we'll have about two thousand people that tune in at some point during our live stream service live stream. and watch yeah. it. Yeah. So, um, but that's we have a thousand people that are sitting in this room watching it. Yeah. Live while it's happening, you know. Yeah. So. Um, if you if you if they're all sharing it, which I think we're going to encourage people to be sharing it on yes. their page, yeah. um, I I honestly it could be 
I don't know a number. Yeah. It could be a very high number, like right. especially um, how the Facebook algorithm works. The more people that are commenting on it and talking, the better chance that other people are going to start to see that in their timeline. Mm-hmm. So if we get people talking, people sharing, it could be, it could be huge. A very, very high yeah. number. Yeah. Well, and again, the, the goal of this is not like, hey, look at Billy Singh. The goal of it is let's let's leverage the relationship that Billy has with Grandma. Who yeah. Who wouldn't miss Billy singing? But we're going to be clearly presenting. Sure. The gospel, and yep. and again, you know, Pastor Kyle on the team, and there's gonna it is gonna be like a an evening of music and an evening of you know what I mean because that, right. sometimes it's hard to, to connect with uh, via live stream, but yeah, to have there's gonna be that special song that really is is the left hook in the jaw of, yeah. of the jabs of the message that brings us back to a place of decision. So this is something it, it it's not gonna be hard sold. It's not it's just gonna be such a natural presentation of the love of God and of of why He did it of what, what our response can be to it. That it would be really appropriate to just before dinner or just after dinner or, you know, those sorts of things. That mm-hmm. by the time that that five o'clock hour comes around, we're all on it. I think we talked about it's going to be about forty-five minutes long total yep. with everything. It's going to be a brief. Right. You know, yeah, we're not asking you service. for ninety minutes to two yeah. hours of your time. It's going to be very very short. I just think it's going to be a beautiful evangelistic tool um, to to get people to hear the truth in in a beautiful setting mm-hmm. from you know from the gospel uh, you know from the God of love. I mean, it really is beautiful. Right. And and the Christmas story, unfortunately, it ends with and he was born in a manger, gold, frankincense, mirth. The end. It's like no, no, the beginning. <laughs> you know, he, he was born to die, and he was born to die for a reason, yeah. and and for our sins. And so, the love of God is not just expressed with singing angels and camels with frankincense. It's the love of God goes all the way through the cross, through the empty tomb to right. today, right? And getting people to connect with the Christmas story, almost like the Christmas story and the Easter story, have to be the same story. Yeah. yeah otherwise, you miss something really significant. So, right. you'll hear so, the whole story. So, for people that are listening to this, it's a it's a great time to show it to your unsaved family Mm -hmm. and it's almost like uh here look at my son sing oh and also there's a gospel message at the end of it so great way to introduce it to your family just like live stream always is it's a great way to introduce it to to people that you know without actually ever having to get them to come through the door let them let that be their first experience and then let them come talk about that that. can we sure i I think one of the things we really struggle with through the years is that that bridge from the outside of our building to the inside of our building has been a significant span for people because they don't know what happens on the inside. Right. Once they're on the inside, they kind of give up control. They're they're in a controlled environment, if you will. The door yep. closes. Do I have the right clothes? Do I have the right language? What if I hate it and it goes on for three hours and, and it would be right. rude to leave? What do I so to so to shorten that bridge to literally as short as it possibly can be to cross from the outside to the inside. Yeah. From their phone, their computer, their television, their Apple product, whatever it is, you know what I mean? And boom, they're on the inside and they're in control. They can turn it up, turn it down. Yep. They, they can fast forward. They can go backwards. They can they can watch it. They can turn it off. If, if they just, like, that offends me, they turn it off. It's the least we've ever had to ask somebody sure. to taste and see that the Lord is good. Yeah. And what's funny is it's it's... It is an unsatisfying experience in the sense that, <laughs> yeah, I watch live stream. You know that that's great, but but a year later, are you still watching live stream? Right. Or you're looking for what the yeah. people on that picture have. Right. For know? I mean, I would say for people that are out of state, it's a great thing to be plugged into. Mm-hmm. But it it is. I'm realizing more and more that it's a tool that gets people in the door in the yeah. first place. But we've had so many people come to the church that that found out about us through live stream. But yeah. it was. I didn't know that something like like this existed in our area, right. and now I know. And now, and I, now know. I now I come to church it's, here. It's shocking that having been on this property since 1986, yeah, right across the street from the middle school, high school, football fields, sure, little league fields, that that probably half the people in 48430 when they walk and say, "I didn't know this was back here." 
Yeah. I, and, and when I, if I did see it, I didn't notice it. And when I walk in, what happens on the inside is completely different from what I see right. facing the road. Like it, yeah, it, it, it's a great thing to get people on the inside with us just not, not performing for an audience at all, mm-hmm. but just us being us. It, it makes that bridge a very comfortable walk for the average person that may or may not be even looking for this. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yep. So basically what we're trying to do on Christmas Eve is a much larger version of that what yes. we just said instead of yeah. the 2,000 people that watch on a Sunday we're going to hope for maybe it's 2,000 viewers but there it's 15 people sitting behind a computer watching it instead of one person sitting yeah. behind a computer watching it yeah. around their family I think you know sometimes there's always something on in the background right when you come yep. together as a family on a holiday there's sure. always the football game there's always music there's always yeah you know the arguments about politics or something you know what I mean yep. so this would be even it's just the, the background oh here's Billy's part here's Billy's part you know what I mean and everybody watches Billy but but again I think just by drawing attention to it and the, and the beauty and the music and yeah. the story and the, you know, the right. gospel doesn't have to be 45 minutes long. I, I don't know. You know, Lord save me is, is a pretty short prayer that Peter prayed and yet he, he right. didn't drown because of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Like the gospel does not have to be, and our response to the gospel does not have to be a three hour or 30 day. Yeah. You know, it, it's shocking how yeah, quickly good. God can do a work, especially you ever get a, a, a circular for like Home Depot saying dryers are on sale and you just don't care? You throw it away for yeah. five years and then your dryer breaks and you go, where's the Home Yeah, Depot where's the thing? Home Depot at? Right. And I think there's some people, it's Christmas Eve and you're asking yourself questions. And mm-hmm. I think this can be that Home Depot ad that just happens, you know, by quote yeah. unquote coincidence has got yep. to have it. The right words spoken at the right time, gain the right attention, right. the right response. So expecting, yeah. expecting lots of people to get saved on Christmas Eve because awesome. we're not having a Christmas Eve service here. We're having it everywhere. Yes. Yep. But I will be here live streaming it because somebody has to. So if somebody does show up, you can come sit up in the live stream booth with me. You don't have to be alone on Christmas Eve. Yeah. yeah that's not creepy. Come with a stranger to the back closet. Yeah. At the church. That's fine. That's good. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, I think that helps sum it up. And I think we'll continue to talk about it the next couple of yeah. weeks just to really get it in people's heads. There will not be service here, but there will be service. 5 p.m. So. live stream. Yep, yeah. and you can still do midnight mass at the Catholic Church if you want to. Yeah, I'm actually thinking about it. I, I have not been. I've thought about it church. a lot. Yeah. in a lot of years, and every year it's about nine o'clock, and I'm I'm yeah. exhausted and don't. I think stay midnight up. mass is stretching it, but they don't right. have like 27 masses. I uh, think they do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it could be fun yeah. to go to. No, I just I just think that our tradition is young. The Assemblies of God, it's a young yeah. tradition, right? And I and I like that because I think it it's still evolving and is creative, but I. But you cannot deny that Catholics, Lutherans, Greek Orthodox, they've been doing this a lot longer than sure. we have. Yep. Even though I don't understand a lot of the traditions and, and uh-huh. maybe not even agree with some of the doctrines, I, I cannot argue with the fact that Catholics know something about reverence that I do not know about. Yeah. Just like we know something about celebration that maybe the average liturgical right. you know, churchgoer wouldn't know about. So yeah. I don't think we're supposed to compete with each other to see who's better. Sure. We're supposed to complete each other. Yeah, I, different I parts of the same of body. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. So cool. who knows? Who knows? Could you, be you, fun. I may be live streaming from, uh, you know, <laughs> Saint somewhere. Who knows? You right. Know? Yeah. Be fun. All right. Cool. Well, let's move on then yeah. to next week. We've got five to ten more minutes to talk about okay. next week. Yeah. Next week. Next week we're gonna sum it up. You know, uh-huh. we we talked about let's you know there's a fresh start. So let's not look at yesterday to decide what God wants to do tomorrow. It's just such a yeah. trap. It's so common. Um, whether we want to admit it or not, we, we can be very easily, we're naturally, it's a better way to say it, we are naturally the sum total of our experiences. Mm-hmm. What we believe we are, what we believe we're not, what we believe is possible comes out of things that have happened, good and bad, in our lives. And so we had to get rid of that first. Let's let's take all the self-limiting beliefs, all the bad doctrine, all the, the 
guilt and shame and pain that Jesus died to erase from our lives. Let's get rid of that. Before we even talk about tomorrow, let's get rid of yesterday because yeah. this one thing I have to do. You know, I, right. I got to forget what's behind so I can press on towards what's ahead. The second thing we did was, you know, the power to change doesn't come from our flesh. Yep. And uh, as, as much as I'd like to know, you know, that my self-control is adequate to every challenge, the, the reality is it just isn't. So yeah. if I can reach for a power greater than my own will, I should. And here's the Holy Spirit waiting to, to empower my spirit to, yeah. to be. So that was step two. Now, step three is actually what you kind of would have taken as step one. So what do you want to see change in 2019? I, I, yeah. I think we have to frame the question better, and I think we've right. done everything I know how to do to frame it that way. Yeah. So now it's like, what what are the promises? And I, we'll start there. What are the promises God has given you for 2019? And if you don't have any, that's okay. You know what I mean? But yeah. but we need to start there. If God's spoken something, there's a freshness, there's a, a dream, there's a risk, there's a goal. And I, and I promise you, you know, that, that this is what's going to happen. Then we're right. going to fight from that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the operative word is from. We're going to fight from our promises to see them come to pass. But then if we don't have a dream, that's what I'm going to fight for. I'm going to fight yeah. for God to speak to me. I'm going to seek his face. Right. I'm going to seek his hands. I'm going to, I'm going to seek his word. Yeah. If, if I don't have specific promises, what are the general promises that I, I need to fight for? Right. I'm going to fight from the promises. That's the so funny word. that you're, you're saying that because— um, Don't tell me Brian Houston just did no, a series on no, this. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> oh. when you mentioned it, I think it was two Sundays ago, not last Sunday, of just like, what do you believe that God is, mm-hmm. is asking for, from you for 2019? Yeah. And Lauren and I were just kind of like, this year's been so crazy between like having a baby— renovating a house, moving into a house, selling a house. It was like, we haven't even really thought about 2019. So we've just spent like the last week kind of like, what, what do, do we believe that God is asking for us for 2019? So I think Sunday will be a good, that'll be a good sermon for us to hear. Well, and what I don't want to come out of 20 or this Sunday with is 2019, I'm going to lose five pounds. It's like, oh, do we need to talk about that for three weeks for you to look in the mirror and say I'm fat? Sure. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to bench press my body weight. Uh, Okay. These are, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but the, I think the reason why we're going to do anything has to be deeper than I don't like what I see, I don't like what I have, I don't like what I don't have. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, if it's me-centric, then from my will, I'll progress into a repetitive failure that's common. From But if I realize, like, you know, Moses didn't say, I'm so sick of the slavery, I'm going to go do something about it. He, he literally ran from it for 40 years after trying it in his own strength. Right. And then God speaks to him. Now he's now he's got a promise. And it wasn't yeah. easy. I mean, he had to fight from that promise. I mean, he had to fight uh, right. for his life, multiplications from that promise. And we will too. But I, yeah. I, but it's from a promise. Like in the end, I can't do I can't do the things, the extraordinary things. I can do ordinary things. I can, you know, have good dental hygiene habits or, yeah. you know. <laughs> Not put too much cream and sugar in my coffee, but, but right. I, I think to really change the world and change myself and change the dynamics of what's happening around me, that's that's God's job. So I got to connect with with the one who wants it changed. And so that that's that's what I'm talking about. I, I think I, I hope that we don't end up with I'm going to cut out carbs. It's like oh. Yeah. <laughs> now let me say this though: if the Holy Spirit's like you need to cut out carbs, then you need to cut out carbs, sure. and He'll empower you to do that. So yeah. it's not a bad goal, but right, it, it's just it's almost a cliched goal. I'm gonna lose weight right. next year. Yeah, I think there's a difference between somebody that's like I feel like I have a little bit too much around my waist and I want to lose five pounds, or somebody that's I might have a stroke if I 
keep down this path yeah. and I need to yeah. cut out carbs, you know, like yeah. one's probably you, one's probably the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's funny. The prayer has the same words, doesn't it? It's, it's you know, God help me. But one is, you know, God help me. You know, yeah. The other one's, oh, God help me. You know what I mean? Right. It's, one's a little bit more desperate yeah. than the other one. Is. You swear in the yeah. military, you say, so help me God. I didn't say it that way. I said, so yeah. help me, help me God. You yeah. know, I'm getting ready to go to war. So help me. <laughs> you know, what am I doing here? Yeah. Why am I here? I repeated the words, but it was, I put a comma in there yeah. and, and God was all capital letters with an exclamation point. Right. Parentheses, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. So yeah, this this is the week, and I, I hope that you know people will be a part of it. I hope you'll come prepared with something to write on, whether it's your phone or your Bible or a notepad or a journal diary. This is this is where we begin, and I hope isn't you know I walked out and I set three goals. It's like eh, I, man, I tell you, if anything could come out of this series, it would be that that there's a fresh start in 2019, but there's a fresh start in Tuesday. That's yeah. just as powerful. I I right. I'm allowed to hit a reset button. Every morning, even every moment, as I confess my sins, he's faithful and just to forgive me and cleanse mm-hmm. me. So this this idea of reset and fresh start and new beginning and refocus, it's it shouldn't be once a year. It can't be once a year. It, it's yeah. not in business. It's not in politics. It's not in, you know, army. This is the civilian guy that, that nine to fives his life or her life doing the ordinary things is going to lay on their deathbed and go, was it worth it? Right. The, the guy that, that hits that reset, whoever hits the reset button more often wins. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. keep hitting the just keep hitting the button, reset, reset. And, right. and but it isn't like to start over again. It's just to refocus. It's yeah. to renew. It's to rejuvenate. It's you know, it's deeper than Yeah. You know, it yep. really is. And again, <clears throat> you look at Paul, you know, that that great that great exhortation, man. This one thing I do. And and do is in the continual tense. Now this one thing I did. Yeah. I live this way. Right. I live forgetting yesterday and pressing towards tomorrow from yeah. promises. And so Yep. There's there's our example. Awesome. All right. Well, we will see you guys this Sunday. It's going to be an awesome Sunday. It's the last Sunday of the Body, Soul, and Spirit um, series. And like Pastor's saying, just come expecting great things. It's going to be an awesome service. 9 and 1130, uh, Fenton, Michigan, 2473 West Shiawassee Avenue. We will see you guys there. Pastor Jim, thanks for your time. And we will talk to you guys next week. Have a good week.